In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. With me, my co-host, all the way from across the pond, in the dungeon, no doubt, the Ghost Finder General himself, Mr. Richard Felix. Hello, how you doing? Are you in the dungeon, my friend? I am literally, funnily enough, in the dungeon because we are about since since we did the show uh, from down here, uh, we've actually um, opened up one of the cells that have never been opened up before. It's really? um, yeah, it's called the it's the slammer or you, or the uh, what the quiet cell or the place where you were put for solitary confinement. It's a little cell uh, underground. Um, oh God! How big is it? Oh gosh, six feet by four feet, I would think. And mm. it, it's no room for a bed or anything like that. And we, we funnily enough, we used to use it as an office, Ron. Um, but we used to have so many paranormal things going on in here: computers uh, going down, light bulbs blowing, all manner of things like that. In the end, we decided to to move the office away from here and turn it back into what it was. In 1756, and so I am literally in in the oh. I'm in solitary. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's great, um, and it's it's different to the rest of the place because it's still got um, the original lime wash on the walls where they used to um, uh, every six months they used to uh, lime wash the walls to kill to kill all the birds. Uh, for the prisoners, they used to scrape them, not the prisoners, the walls, <laughs> and, then, yeah, and they probably scrape the prisoners as well. I don't know, but they used to scrape scrape the walls and then repaint them or relime wash them. And of course, it, the idea was to stop, well, yeah, disease such as jail fever, which was typhus, which killed a lot of the prisoners in here. But ah. it's still got the old lime wash on the walls as I'm looking at at the moment. It's very quiet, very lonely in here, and um, but I have got a light on. So I'm not too bad. Well, let me ask you this, Richard. I mean, how many rooms are in this jail of yours? Oh, no, well, listen, um, it, it used to be... I'm, we've got the dungeons. We've got the, the underground, uh, the night cells, the solitary cell, obviously, the condemned cell, which is all underground. And then there used to be one, two, three, three stories above it, which have all gone. That that was demolished in in eighteen forty, and they oh, wow. they 
they preserved the 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 dungeons as as foundations and cellars. For that's why they've that's why they've survived because these down here were cellars uh, for the houses that they built in 1840, which was called the terrace, which was a long road. But we're talking. How many cells have I got in here? Hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Approximately ten um, cells uh, down here where I am. But next door, there's more of the prison and next door but one in the cellars there's net there's the same amount again so one day one day with a bit of luck and a prevailing wind and lots more money i hope to take <laughs> over next door uh and open that up as well because that's actually the center the hub if you like and, and the number of people over the years uh, medium psychics that have actually been here and said that most of what's happening down here emanates from the centre of the building, which is, you know, so it's more haunted in the centre than it is in my bit. Really? Yeah, yeah, so they say, so they say. Um, and it, to be honest with you, it, it's up for grabs. Um, but I've been, I've been looking to get it for a long time. I have a problem. Uh, the guy that owns it, and I'm sure he's not listening tonight, the guy that owns it, <laughs> no, the, the guy that owns it knows I want it, and I know he can't get rid of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> And it's stale, mate. He he wants quite a lot of, of, of money uh, uh, for me to take over next door, and I, and I know full well that, that he can't get rid of it. So, but I am working on it at the moment because so I've it's got a waiting a... game. Then is it? Oh, very much so. Yes, yeah, a waiting game. Yeah, it, but guess what? I've been waiting for seven years. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, seven anyway. years. So, so Richard, uh, we've got a, an unusual show because we've got a, a papori of people on today, don't we? Yeah, a plethora of a plethora, of very today. good a plethora. That works. Yeah, I have. I have, well, I have something very exciting to 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 announce, for want of a better word, um, because um, I was I was um, asked back in January uh, by a guy that I know quite well, Richard Richard Mott, who runs um, a group called Compass Paranormal, um, a very reputable. Um, paranormal group um in this country if i'd be interested in in coming on board with them um to do a series of stage shows round round the uk in september october and november really? um yeah 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 and i and, and guess guess who guess who they wanted to do it with me or wanted me to do it with obama <laughs> no 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 much bigger much more famous than him and <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, an extremely reputable medium, Chris Conway. Oh, excellent! So you know, I mean, this is this. The, listen, my friend, the world has been waiting for this for well over a year now, and um, it, it, it's coming together because Chris and I are working together uh, with Denise, Denise Mott, who also runs Compass Paranormal, and the whole thing's going to be called. Um, psychic and science. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's awesome. It is. It, it's going to be because it's different. But um, hopefully, with a bit of luck, a prevailing wind and the wonders of modern science, the other guys hopefully should be on the other end. Are they, Ron? Uh, Chris, are you there? That would be no. <laughs> okay. Right. And who else? Denise. Denise, are you there? Hi, can you hear me? Yay! <laughs> Hi, Richard. Hi, Ron. Hi. 
Well, 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 thank goodness for that. So where's Chris? What are you doing with him? I don't know. He must have gone puff in a puff of smoke. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He'll be around. He'll be on in a bit. I know. You'd have to try and get him back on the line. Yeah. I, oh, dear. I, never mind. According to our producer, I understand he's showing that he's online, but we just can't hear him. So maybe he's got laryngitis. I don't know. <laughs> the ghost got his tongue. I have no clue. Well, you never know. That's a possibility. But uh, you see, I can keep telling you this, Ron. You know as well as I do that we just put it down to the paranormal. It's as simple as that. There you go. <laughs> but he'll be on. Hopefully. But let me let me say this, uh, Denise. You know, I've always seen you online, and I've seen you, uh, you know, on the internet. And I never really had the opportunity to speak to you. So let me tell you, it's it's a pleasure to speak to you. With you. Oh, thank you, Rob. Back to you. I think we had a brief conversation. It was um, last year. Um, I think I came on the show with Nori Mouse and Cal Cooper. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now it's coming back to me. You know, when you get to be my age, Richard, which is pretty old, right, Richard? Which is younger than me, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you forget things, but, oh, I, I do apologize for that, then. That's okay, Ron. <laughs> You're forgiven. Oh, thank you so much. So let, let, let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about this. Hopefully we can get Chris in here some, some way, somehow. But let's talk a little bit about this. So what is exactly this science and psychic thing? I mean, I mean, a stage show. What is a stage show? I, I, I want to hear about it. Okay, well, obviously um, I was approached um, in January to do this, and, um, and we was asked to, to put um, a group of people to, get, to go on the stage with lots of um, different ideas and lots of um, knowledge, basically to go out there and um, obviously interact with the public and to share our wealth of knowledge and to get the public to join in with us on the stage and lots of um, different various experiments that we're going to be doing. Oh, that sounds interesting. So how does Richard and, and uh, Chris fit into this? Well, obviously, Chris is the medium, so obviously he's going to be sharing all his um, spiritual knowledge. And obviously, the wonderful Richard Felix Whoa, is going to be there. He's <laughs> going to be there as a, an historian and with his wealth of knowledge. And he's such, as you know, Ron, such a, a really charismatic guy. So we're going to have lots of fun on the stage as well. Oh, this ought to be awesome. It's going to be great. Denise, just, just explain to everybody how, because uh, the, the guy that's obviously, I, I presume I'm right in saying that, a guy called Richie Ross, who's actually yeah. in Fran France tonight, uh, uh, organising another show. And we, so we can't get him. The plan is hopefully to get him on uh, ne next next Tuesday, Ron, uh, right. which which will be great. But he's he's worked with you, hasn't he, and seen seen... The the excellent job that you and you got your guys do, and is, is that how this came about? Or, or yeah, that, that, that's right. Um, obviously, Richie came um, on a few of our paranormal events as a guest, mm -hmm. and right. uh, he was obviously he liked the way we worked because obviously you know we, there isn't any trickery or fakery. You know, if we're not getting any paranormal activities, and we say we're not, and it basically he it's. Um, obviously, he's been um, working, um, touring, doing theatre shows for about 10 years now, and he realised there was a niche in the market um, for a paranormal theatre show, and so he contacted me back in um, January, as you know, Richard, and we phoned you 
the very yes. next day. Yes, didn't you just? <laughs> yeah, and the rest, well, it's not paranormal history, but I think the whole thing's going to be, oh, God, I mean, unique is the first first thing to say, and and so different, because we're, you know, we're talking of, of a stage show that, you know, in, in other words, something that came before television. Um, right. I mean, obviously, everybody's talking, you know, TV show, TV show. There's been loads of TV shows, as we know, but to actually bring, because the one thing that you can't do with a television show is 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 bring the public in in the same way as you can with live theatre. And I think that's something that, that's going to be, um, hopefully, a, a, you know, very, very different and very successful. Because um, the whole idea is for us to interact, tell me if I'm wrong, Denise, but to interact with those members of the public that are actually that, in, the, in the show. That's absolutely correct, Richard. And, you know, like, it'd be, um, obviously... I don't know, Ron, if you've watched Most Haunted, whatever, with Chris Conway on there. You know, to meet him in person, he's such, he's so um, wonderful, wonderful, he's bubbly, he's lively, he's got a great personality. And, you know, that's going to come across on the stage and people can actually see the real Chris Conway. Oh, that's £10, all you need to say. Oh, <laughs> I was speaking with you, darling, because I thought, you, you know, you can get online. Yay. I couldn't get on. I was on the main, my main PC, and for some reason the microphone wouldn't work. I could hear you guys, but you just couldn't hear me. So I've been running around the house like an idiot, trying to set my son's laptop up. So my Why poor son's... Ha- Why change the habit of a lifetime? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, sorry about that. Good evening, Chris. How are you? Hi, Rich. I'm brilliant. Thank you. Meet yourself. Oh, very well, thank you. <coughs> Extremely well. Yeah. Nice to hear you at last. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Great. You can give me that £10 on Friday, Chris. <laughs> I will do this. <laughs> <coughs> oh, dear. Chris, right. are you Scottish? Yes, I am. Ah, I thought I heard a little accent there. You know, I'm starting to get these accents down, Richard. I, I think I'm getting them. <laughs> little, a little accent. He's as Scottish as, you know. Are, have you got your kilt on? Um, I've not, but I've got my tartan pyjamas on. Have that helped? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> so, I, I mean, this really sounds like an awesome uh, event. I mean, now, are you going to be traveling across the U.K.? And how, how does it work exactly? I mean, what have you got scheduled and, and uh, where can people get tickets and all that cool stuff? It's about, we've got, I think it's about 25 days confirmed, Ron. Um, obviously, with theatres all over the UK, so we're going to be touring from, um, we're going to be doing it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. Um, two of the theatres have actually um, released their tickets, which is the um, uh, theatre at Buxton, which is in Derbyshire, your home. T- well, Indeed it is, yes. And obviously in Skegness, a wonderful old seaside town here in the UK. And oh, that's I think. Great. Yeah, and the tickets, obviously, people go on to um, the Psychic and Science website. All information will be on there where people can actually purchase the tickets from. Uh, this is, uh, it's just going to be awesome. I mean, Richard and uh, Chris together, I think that was, impl- uh, you know, it, it, I just, I'm dying to see the interaction. I think that'd be great. By, by the way, is it going to be fancy dress? 
<laughs> no, not unless Chris wears his kill. But you will be able to watch it. We're going to have um, live streams as well, which you will be able to watch um, on your PC. So you will be able to um, watch and join in that way, Ron. Really? Yes. So people in the in the U.S. could actually get involved in this as well. They certainly can. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that's the beauty of it. But of course, I think I probably will be wearing my big black leather coat some of the time. So that could be classed as fancy dress, can't it? <laughs> I don't know. I just, love, I just love saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't a clue what it means, by the way, you know. <laughs> oh, really? No. I'll tell you. I tell you what, it's rather funny because um, when was it? I'm trying to think when it was. Oh, God. It must have been Christmas time. Uh, and I'm trying. Oh, I know what it was. Yes. I went over to. Uh, I did an event for Halloween um, in Kinnity Castle, um, which is a very famous um, haunted castle, uh, where me and Derek had a really, really good paranormal um, happening, for want of a better word, in the cellars. And, and I've been back there frequently to do events there. And they invited me over to do a Halloween event uh, last year. And they said, you know, don't forget it's fancy dress. Well, I mean, the, these days, I don't know whether it's the same in, in States as it is over here, but um, we're not allowed to take much luggage anymore. We have to pay for extra luggage. Oh, so yeah. I, I, I didn't bother to take any fancy dress with me. I just took my black leather coat. And um, and I said um, because it was a para it, obviously it was a paranormal theme, and so I turned up as Richard Felix Washer. from Most Haunted. <laughs> Richard Felix from Most Haunted. And the amazing the amazing thing is, I mean, I, the Irish I love beyond well because I'm I've got quite a lot of Irish blood in me anyway. But um, wh when I actually came into the place, I'd been in there about 10 minutes, and there was a guy came over with a glass of champagne, and he looked me up and down, and he said, and who are you supposed to be? And I said, <laughs> and I said I'm Richard Felix from most of He said, ah, big Irish, you look nothing, you look nothing like him. <laughs> <laughs> so that went down like a bombshell, but there you go. Um, so, yes, we, we might be fancy dressed. We, listen, the thing is, Ron, that, that um, the beauty of this show is that obviously we've, we've all come together with our own ideas. Um, other people have come together with, you know, and told us their ideas. Uh, we, want, we want ideas, obviously, from the public as well. But it will evolve as it progresses, because we're doing three months. We're doing all of September, all of all of October and, and November. Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays in theatres all around the UK. And oh, wow. I, the, the whole plan is that no two shows will be the same. And oh, so and if, if someone, someone goes to the first one, then the fifth one or the sixth one, they can go to it and it'll be all new. Yeah. C can also true, say, can also, say that also um, there's a lot of um, shows out there that like to sort of do these kind of shows in fancy dress but the, the main thing behind this is we want this to be real, we don't want any fakery, we want this to be, um, anything that happens it has to be really, really genuine so that's why you're going to get us guys the way you'll see us guys either on TV or in the street or whatever so um, there'll be, that's one of the reasons there will definitely be no fancy dress Yeah, And the other, sorry Ron, carry on No, go ahead well, the other thing I was going to say is, of course, that, that as, as Chris has just said, uh, you'll see us as you see us on TV, which, of course, is true to a certain extent. But they will also see a very different side 
to both yeah. Chris and myself to yeah. what you saw on TV. Because, guys, th- there is more to us. Uh, trust, trust me, there is more to us than what you saw just on the television. Um, and we, we, uh, we get on like a house on fire, the two of us. We really yes. do. Well, the three of us, of course, obviously, Denise as well. Um, yeah. And there's, there's no getting away from it that, that you will see the real us out there um and again we, we are how can i put it we i tell you what we've got the three of us have got one big attribute between us and that's called we're enthusiasm. All, we're all crazy yeah, yeah. we're all bon- yeah we're all bonkers yeah but, well, we <laughs> which are. helps do you know what we're missing someone as well though guys who's going to come on stage with us we got gabby brown on the line as well oh, where is he where is he gary gary are you think- there I don't think we he made it. I think uh, he got lost in the paranormal shuffle there. Oh, that's that's ridiculous. Oh, that's a shame. But poor lad. I mean, because Gary is actually going oh. to compare compare the show. I think I'm bringing Gary through now. Gary, can you hear us? Ooh. You're gonna have to try harder. Yeah, I'm bringing him through. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting a man with dark hair. He looks a bit like Frank Sinatra. Oh, <laughs> oh, say Frank this time. I think he's got Gary. me. Oh, he's failed. <laughs> How oh. good could I have looked? Well, well I, if he does I'm come, in. he can just speak up and we'll, and we'll get him in if he can, if he can, if he can get in at all. But according to the producer, he's still uh, not there. You see, he runs he runs an alternative uh, paranormal radio show. Perhaps that's the problem. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah, it could be. Uh, Denise, tell us a little bit about him. Well, Gary, obviously, he, what he Gary doesn't know about um, the paranormal world and all the equipment and everything. Well, it, it's not worth knowing. He's a lovely, lovely guy. He's got a great personality. He's as mad as a hatter, like all of us are. With and help. you know, yeah, we, <laughs> you've got, I mean, we've all got to be mad, haven't we? And we all do get on. I mean, obviously, when people see us, there's a real chemistry between all of us. You know, there, there isn't any egos involved whatsoever. We are all very, very grounded people, and we just want to do this, put this date, this theatre show on, and to involve as many people, the public, as possible. And the other thing that we plan to do at the same time, Ron, of course, is um, when we're in a particular town uh, or a particular city or, or possibly even a particular village, um, the whole idea is is to bring in um, local folks, that perhaps local celebrities that happen to live in that in that area, in that town or, or, or whatever, and, and, you know, interact with them, bring them on for the night. If we, if we happen to be in, oh, come on, think of a, for instance, perhaps we're in Skegness and there's a particular guy there that's that's a well-known um, paranormal investigator, psychic, sceptic, because that's a big part of it as well, don't forget, you know. Um, yeah, 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 you know, there's two there's two sides to everything, and there's certainly at least two sides, probably more, to the paranormal world. So the idea is to bring people on um, during the night that are from that from that area, and so we could end up with some quite famous, you know, other famous people uh, coming onto the show as well, which I think would be absolutely 
beyond belief. Really, really do. Um, yeah. I, I mean, one of the things that I've I've sort of come up, thought about, and I don't know whether whether the other guys agree with this or not, but I think sometimes, if supposing we got a, a professor um, who's into um, parapsychology or whatever it happens to be, uh, written books on the subject, I think how wonderful it would be to have a sort of uh, uh, probably a five ten minute slot where we have sofas and and things that we actually sit down and do a. A discussion, a debate, a paranormal debate. Call it that, the paranormal debate on each I show. I think that it's a really good idea, Richard. <laughs> I mean, I know I spoke to um, Kieran O'Keefe a few weeks ago, and obviously when we're um, in Kingston, the third yeah. day, he said he's more than willing to come and join us on our sofa. Yeah, that's exactly what that would be. Absolutely. And so you think all the way, right, you know, 40-odd shows around the country, um doing our own thing evolving as we do but also all the time bringing in other people other celebrities um folks that i don't know you know someone that 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 last week in the newspaper it was reported that they had a particularly nasty paranormal event in their house or something bring them in let, let's talk to them on the show let's see how real it is you know and that's i just think it's it, the whole thing could could really really Go places! I, I'm, I'm so excited about the whole thing. I really am. I'm very, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Let, let me uh, interject. Was... We, we just, I just got an email from someone. It must be from the UK. A uh, Darren Longhurst, and right. uh, he says, "What type of experiments are you planning to perform on stage?" All sorts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was a uh, pretty uh, sick, yeah. sick dink there, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Denise, tell, tell them about the, the. Can we can we talk about it? I think that we ought to keep that a little bit of a secret. Okay, but I assume you will be doing different experiments. On oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You won't believe it. I mean, we've got all sorts of things devised, um, things that have never been done before, um, different types of seances different types of i mean you know you know I'm, i've always been very big into table tilting and, and glass glass divination and all that. but there are other things there are other ways of doing it um things that we've devised uh, here in derby jail uh, with me and chris and eleanor you know my resident t- team here things uh-huh. i'm sh- i know for a fact that that denise and richard have done um you know uh, with on their on their events on their nights um stuff that chris has uh, i'm sure absolutely Absolutely dying to, to, to do that's probably never been seen, never been done before, certainly on TV. I, I'm right that's there, right, aren't I? I think we're so enthusiastic as well, every single one is, and every one of us, we're not experts, but we're also knowledgeable in our own, our own areas. And yeah. when, when we do sit and talk about it, there's so many ideas coming up, and um, I think there's so much we could talk about tonight, but I think there might be other ears listening also, so we need to be... I, I was just about to Oh, say, yes! Yeah, <laughs> we need to, <laughs> we need we to need be to careful. Keep, we need to keep Ke- it a secret. Yeah, in case it up, ends up in a, an, an art hall or something. That's <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> Apparently. I was trying to emulate what we're actually doing, so I think... Yeah, keep yeah there, there is another... Ronald, there is there is someone else out there that apparently is is also uh, planning on doing uh, similar. Um, really? 
Yes. Is that so, a surprise so, or what, Richard? Uh, not to me, it's not. No. <laughs> I don't <laughs> but, think it's a surprise to I any think, of us, with it, no, really. No, no, no. But, but I, listen, think it's more, I think it's more the Village Hall version, isn't it? I, I don't... <laughs> The Billy Joel fancy dress version. I'll tell you something. There's just some very, very haunted village halls around, you know. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I, I actually, competition is great. There's nothing better. There's nothing well, better. Actually, than... we have to take a break right now because uh, we've got to run some commercials. So you are Ronald. Uh, Ronald, yeah. you're on your own, kid. Because I know. I've, I'm off to do a ghost walk, guys. Go chase the ghost, Richard. I can, I'll yeah, carry have on. Fun, Richard. See you guys. Talk to you Cheers, Chris. Bye, Bye Richard. Take care, mate. Ghost Chronicles <laughs> Welcome to Talking Dead. Radio with a cutting edge. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous as we give awards to Hi, I'm Ron Kolick, author and lead investigator of the New England Ghost Project, New England's own Van Helsink. And I'm Ann Kerrigan, the blonde bombshell, and I'm the lead investigator of East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. And we'd like to invite you to tune in. Ghost Chronicles, the next generation. Every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.toginet.com. So, so yeah, what are they going to hear on this stupid show? What are they going to hear? They are going to hear things that they can't believe are happening. Like uh, Beyond Bizarre. And Cemetery Tripping. Oh, that's your deal, right? Absolutely. Yeah, one of these days you're going to get so scared of one of these cemetery tripping things that uh, you'll have to get a new (laughs) co-host. I am brave beyond belief. Yeah, we'll see. scares me. So anyways, if you're bored and you got nothing to do on Wednesday night, tune in to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann and Ron. See you then. Okay, we are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Ron Kolick and I would say Richard Felix, but he's off chasing ghosts. <laughs> but I have two special guests today. I have Denise Mott, who is uh, the head, or I hate to say, are you the head of uh, Compass Paranormal? or? I, I'm the owner of Compass Paranormal, Ron. The, yeah. There you go. And, of course, the great psychic, Chris Conway. Well, I believe it's Scottish. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a little bit nervous. About this. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I, you know, Richard t- mentioned uh, t- table tipping uh, or table turning, table twisting, or whatever they want to call it, knocking or whatever. Uh, Chris, have, have you and, and Denise as well? Have you ever done that as part of your, part of your investigative work or, or any of your uh, regular things? Yeah, I think I'll let I you think answer it, first, Chris. Okay, okay. And he's, uh, I think um, it, it, we, we do it more, and I think Nisa would agree, we, we tend to do it more in events um, because it, it lets the general public who come along to the events, it gives them something that they can really join into. Um, yeah, that's and the right, reason, 
Yeah, and and the reason we want to sort of, it's not just going to be table tipping. What the we can't say exactly what the experience we've got, but right. the the experience we have, they're really really exciting, and they're stuff that's never been done before, and it's stuff that we're sort of creating between us, and um, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, but as for table tipping. Um, I think most people have done it in events, and it, it, it's good fun. It really is, especially when you, you do get the table to start moving. Um, there's some that you'll look at and think, well, it's definitely somebody pushing it, but that you do get some effects where there's nobody that can push it. The table actually sometimes comes off the ground, and it's, it can be quite remarkable at times. Actually, it can be really interesting. Sorry, yep. Ron, for putting no, it Go ahead, there. Denise. Go ahead, um, go ahead. You know... We do table tipping every at every event, and it's something that you know, like Chris was saying, it's for the the guests to get involved in. And like you know, we've been, all been doing this such a long time. You know, we sometimes we can see that um, guests are actually you know doing it themselves, but you know, there are the only people that are cheating are themselves. So yeah, it's great thing you know to for people to see and to have a go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my, I have a, a, a monthly paranormal study group that I, that I run out of the circle, the Wisdom and Not the Andover. And mm -hmm. uh, last uh, month we did it on table tilt, and we, have a, we had a couple of girls come in. And this is what they do regularly. They get together like a girls' night out, and then they go on and they, they do it for several reasons. One is to make contact, and another one is kind of a, like uh, a healing uh, purpose. But anyways, the, the, they introduced it to the, the, the study group and everything else. So we had an investigation at Rose Island Lighthouse over the weekend, mm -hmm. and uh, I decided, well, I think we're going to try it. So we uh, had this table. It was a, a heavy oak table. It was about four and a half, five feet across, round, and we had uh, people put their hands on it and everything else, and, you know, this is really, I've done table tipping once before, and that was it, and this was on a much smaller table. This table was huge. People put their yeah. hands on the top of it. And to everybody's amazement, uh, that thing was rocking, rolling, turning, and spinning. And then finally, at the very end, it jumped entirely off the floor. And, and you can, we have it on video, and you can actually see that some people took their hands off totally, and other times they were just it was just like fingertips on it. And that thing was moving with unbelievable force. And I, I think that's pretty astonishing in itself. That yeah, sounds I, I amazing. Agree. I'd love, to, I'd love to see the video um, clip of that. If you could send it over, Ron, that would be fantastic. Definitely. Yeah, once they pull okay. it off the cameras and stuff, it would definitely. But, uh, you know, like I said, I hadn't done it that much. And I was really, you know, I had no clue of what was going to happen or, or, or not happen. And uh, I was simply amazed. At the, and there were people on board who were skeptic and, and everything really didn't believe in that too much. But everybody just went away like, oh, you know, it was it was just unreal. I mean, that, that's one of the kind of, you know, at Compass Paranormal, you, you guys use all the, the electronic equipment, I'm sure, correct? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we use all the, all the um, equipment. Because we like to give um, our guests um, a chance to use all the equipment that they've seen on the, you know, the TV program. And, you know, we always say to them, you're the investigator tonight, not as we're just help, here to help and guide you. Because, mm -hmm. you know, we, it's their experience. You know, we want them to experience something that they can go away and question. So, you know, we, yes, we, we um, involve all our guests in using all our, of our equipment from night vision goggles, K2s, 
Frank's boxes, you know, whether, uh, you know... usual stuff. Yeah. yeah I, I think it works. I think it works well, the equipment, because of the fact that... Um, Especially if maybe a medium or somebody that, that's part of the group that's there and feels that they're actually maybe the medium's brought somebody through or somebody in the group feels there's somebody watching them or something's getting cold. I think um, it's good when the equipment actually backs that up. Um, you know it's not your imagination when you use the thermal imager or use the thermometer and actually prove scientifically that there is some phenomena happening within the environment, which I think it's good to go hand in hand like that. I actually have a, uh, a comment from the Pararex chat room, and they said uh, they don't find table tipping terribly useful. It seems to be influenced by those around them. But in reality, any of the spiritual methods, whether it's dowsing or uh, glass swirling or table tilting, uh, we're not sure exactly how much... Uh, the per- no, we're not, we're not, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, blatant uh, cheating. I'm talking about no, just no. how we influence the table ourselves. It, it, it's kind of like Reiki, I believe, that, that the, the energy flows through us rather than we're really using our in, in influence on it. But, you know, I, it, it's, it's really can't be proven. And, and I, do you I, agree I, with I that? Agree. I agree because of the fact, but I think we need to sort of differentiate between a paranormal investigation and an event, whereas obviously an event, we're not, it's, we can't really class it as a paranormal investigation um, because we're not going as in-depth with lots of the things. An event is more to give the general public um, the opportunity to join in and, and what would happen in a, a paranormal investigation, if that makes sense. Um, but going back to um, what the sort of, how useful it is, I think um, a lot of people say that to me when we use pendulums or dowsing rods. Um, with pendulums, for example, um, a lot of people say, well, it's your muscles that are starting to move it. What's mm-hmm. happening is you're tapping into your subconscious, so it can't be spirit. And, and to an extent, I do agree that um, it is your subconscious, but I've got another theory with it. Um, if you're not a medium, it doesn't mean that spirit isn't contacting you. So we've all got the ability to contact spirit. There's just most of us don't know how to do it. Um, and it's certain parts of our brain that most people don't use. So if spirit are contacting you, then surely your subconscious will know that spirit is contacting you. So if it is your subconscious that the pendulum or the dowsing rod is tapping into, then surely there could be a theory that that could be spirit actually passing a message through your subconscious into the pendulum. So there's just different ways to look at it. I think the, full, the, the beauty of the paranormal is there's nothing exact. Everything can always change and everything, um, what people think is, like orbs, for example, was the main thing not long ago. And now most of us know that it's simply dust. So everything's always changing, but there's, there's so many theories about Right. Yeah, I, mean, I agree, Chris, with what... Sorry, Rod, I'm cutting in again. Um, I do good. agree with what um, Chris was saying there. I mean, you know, we have to look at the fact that, like Chris said, you know, everything in the paranormal, because it isn't a science, is all theories and opinions. And I think as long as we respect other people's theories and opinions, then, you know, it gives a scope then to go and try and, you know, gather more evidence, and, you know, and, and that's what it's all about. 
Right. I, yeah, I mean, on. I had Karen Ke- O'Keefe over here last summer, and we were talking about <laughs> Karen you, O'Keefe. <laughs> whatever his name is. All right. Damn uh, it. Oh God, here we go. Oh, she didn't have a new nickname. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. We'll have to phone him and tell him tomorrow. He's now called Karen. Yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah. He's never going to hear the end of this. Oh <laughs> uh, no. May I continue, please? <laughs> I had the doctor, as I like to call him, Dr. Pooh. Uh, <laughs> he was over here, and he was telling me about dowsing because he does not really take much stride in dowsing. But he was saying uh, how certain minute uh, nerves and muscles in our hands could actually move, or is actually moving the pendulum. I said, well, that's all fine. If, you, if, you, if that's what you believe and that's your theory, then, but you're not really proving it. I mean, Connect some stuff up to them, someone when they're dials, and tell me what muscles and what nerves are moving that are influencing that pendulum. You know what I mean? It, it, it's easy to say poo poo because okay, yeah, I, they, you give us a theory that light that muscles and nerves are the ones that are doing it. Well, which ones? You know, which ones are doing it? Let us know. I mean, that's that's science. You know, not yeah. just saying yeah, some muscle or some nerve is. So in, in reality. Uh, you know, that's only a theory as well. It's not, you know, not true science. No. It is, that, it's that, called the idiomotor response. It's supposed to be the neural, neural pathways in your brain are actually sending signals yeah. down to your fingers that yes. we're actually um, not aware consciously, but we are aware subconsciously. Yeah. Which, that's what, and that's what I was talking about earlier yeah. on, and a theory with it's actually your subconscious you're tapping into. Um, but if spirit are actually contacting us, they're contacting non-mediums through the subconscious. So there is the argument that you're still contacting spirit, which then sort of argues against the scientific fact. But right. um, Kieran's a good friend of mine, and um, I've had so many of these debates with him. But very, very clever man. He's a lovely guy as well. I mean, like, very, I'm very say, lovely bloke. Yeah, and, and have debates with him, and you know, and he respects, you know, everything that you know we say. And it is a debate, and that's you know basically what part of our theatre show is going to be about. Yeah, that's in the general public, you know, um, tell us their theories and their opinions of the paranormal, and and for us to actually, you know, do the same. Right. Now, yeah. it, it, we, we, when we explain dowsing over here, we do spiritual dowsing with the pendulum, and that's, that's very big with my group and um, Maureen, who's, who's our trans medium. Uh, she's the one that taught me, and uh, she belongs to the, um, the American Dowsing Association here. And I, mean, so, I mean, I took a course in it. But one of the things that she always mentions, and, and I always demonstrate it myself when I, when I give uh, talks and, and lectures, is that um, you have to have a thing that we call, and I'm sure you don't, monkey brain. <laughs> and, and that is that you try to keep your brain on a neutral plane, in other words, that it's not really, you're not consciously influence, influencing the results. And if you don't consciously influence the results, then the very worst you could be doing is subconsciously influencing it. And therefore, that's where Chris comes in with his spirit theory, that the spirits mm-hmm. are connecting with your subconscious and therefore manipulating the, uh, the pendulum. Is, is that kind of right? or? Yeah, I agree totally, actually, yeah. Spot on. I do okay. like that um, terminology, monkey brain, Ronald. Oh, my God. Use that. Use that one myself. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm in enough trouble in the U.K., you know. I don't think I could ever show my face over there. Oh, you could make <laughs> more than welcome. <laughs> but anyways, go back, going back to this uh, event that you guys are doing, and, and we're still trying to get Gary, and I wish we could get him on the line. But, uh, I think, come with, oh, Gabby's just sent a text just saying that uh, Skype and everything's working okay. Could we just try and give, try and give him another call there, Ron? Okay, uh, our producer heard that, so he will certainly attempt to do that. So, um, but anyways, yeah, uh, it, it's there's going to be four of you on stage. Is is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay, and you really don't have what we call a uh, set formula for this. So it's I, I assume that you're going to kind of like go with the flow type thing. We we yeah, do we, have a sorry sorry Nisa. I was just going to say we do have a. Sorry, <laughs> I was going to say, we, we do have a set formula. We don't want to sound as if we're just going to turn up on stage and do whatever we, we think of. We have a, a set formula, but um, we're, this formula will evolve as the shows go on. So mm-hmm. we don't want to say too much of exactly what we'll be doing. Right. But um, we're pretty, we do have a, a set formula, and there's a lot of hard work going in behind the scenes to exactly what will be going on in stage. Right, and uh, now I'm thinking, you know, that you're going into all of these these theaters, and a lot of them are going to be really old and uh, and perhaps even haunted. Uh, do you think that's going to influence the show at all, or or are you counting on that? Well, a lot of the theaters that we are going to be going to are reputedly haunted. So again, you know. It'll be great to get the public in to do the experiments that we're doing just to see if we can actually get any paranormal activity, you know, live on the stage. Yeah, definitely. Plus, I think we're looking at possibly doing um, some vid- um, some after-show vigils. Is that right, Nisi? Yeah, I that's think it's right. Up at, yeah. At, at, at some of the theatres, which will be good as well, it'll be another sort of element of what, of what we're doing. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I, I just think it's an amazing idea, and, and uh, I, I really want to, you know, I, I would go see if I can probably tap into this myself from the U.S. and see how this is going, because, uh, I, 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 you know, first of all, I love Richard. I mean, he has such a charisma about him, and, yeah. of course, I, I love your accent, Chris. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I tune in just for that, you know. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> So I think, and, and Denise and, and Gary, I don't know too much about, unfortunately. Maybe uh, I'm still trying to get him, I guess, but uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit about Gary in, in case we do not get him. Okay, yeah. well, we got, do you, I'll tell you what, you've met Gary as well, Chris. I'll let you um, yeah. explain it, about Gary. Gar- Gary... Um, is one of is one of those guys that um, he knows so much about the paranormal. He's a paranormal investigator, but he's so many different strings to his bow, and such a lovely guy as well. And but he's one of those people, Ron, that you'll mention something that's happened at, at an event, and Gary will come out with about about fifteen different theories of what that could possibly be, and every single one of them sounds plausible. He is so so intelligent. Um, and but he also has a very dry sense of humor mm-hmm. which, which which he's one of these guys that that he's just is a, a fantastic bloke um 
What else could we say about Gary Nisi? Looks like Frank Sinatra. He looks like Frank Sinatra, a young Frank Sinatra. <laughs> um, which, which a Cockney, a Cockney um, Frank Sinatra. Yes, a, co- a Cockney Frank Sinatra, which, which means he comes from London. Uh, that's a, is he reincarnated? Is, is maybe that's what this thing uh, reincarnated see, Frank Sinatra? I see, don't know. I'm a past life regressionist, Ron, so I'm going to get him on my couch and then I'll obviously uh, um, let you know the results of that one. Oh, yeah. you are? Oh, that's right. But you realize that I don't believe in, in that stuff, right? You know? That's okay. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't mean you can't convince me, but I have not been convinced. And, and trust me, I had David Wells over a couple of years ago, and uh, he did his darndest, but uh, it didn't work. So, uh, there you go. Like I say, we respect everyone's um, opinions and theories, so, you know, that's fine. I mean, that's the cool thing about it, though. It, it is only just theories. It's theories uh, on all ends. Uh, you know, whatever theses we take are, are that, uh, you know, there is reincarnation. We always look at it, all the evidence, as you want to call it evidence, that supports it. And yeah. vice versa, someone who doesn't believe in it can take that same evidence and look at it and say, actually use for their theory. So, I mean, it's it's simply amazing. And re- in reality, it's our reality. Of course. That, yeah. so, sorry, I was just going to say about um, your theory about reincarnation. That's one great thing about Nisi, though. Um, um, I've said to, to Nisi before that um, I'm not a big, uh, great believer in, in reincarnation, but she doesn't take it to heart. Um, she, she is... She's actually a hypnotherapist, which is a lot more than just a, a past life, um, somebody that does past, past life regression. She's had all her training to uh, get all her certificates to be a hypnotherapist. So, um, but, but Nisi's going to actually put me in her couch as well. And, oh, I am. And we're, oh. we're going to. So, and this is some... And this, she's going to tape it. Yeah, so there's a lot of people hoping that it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know and what? Felix is going to be on my couch as well. Can I just say something, though? You know, about reincarnation, there's lots of different other theories as well, and I tend to work on one that's called epigenetics. I don't know if you've heard of that, Ron, where it means that, you know, not only do we inherit all our physical traits from our ancestors, we inherit their memory genes as well. It doesn't necessarily that you may have been, you know, you've had a, a past life. It could be just that, you know, by doing a past life regression, we're tapping into the, that person's subconscious memory, and they're just reliving their ancestors' memory genes. Right. Yeah. And, and some yeah. people also believe uh, that you're tapping into the greater consciousness, too. Yeah. That, exactly. Yeah. And there's also, there's also actually a, a branch of psychology that, that believe totally that they they study the fact that I can't remember what part of it it's called. Kieran O'Keefe would tell you better than me, but um, there's a there's a branch of psychology that do believe all of that. That that's why a dog will circle before they lie down. It's because they're actually looking for snakes because um, their ancestors would look for snakes before they could lie down. And apparently it's the same with, with humans. Apparently that's why um, we know when someone's looking at us. From behind, we know you've always got that feeling someone's watching you, and apparently that's that's all because of this 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 psychology that Nisi's just talking about. So I think there's a lot in that. 
that's like being afraid of the dock. Why are people afraid of the dock? Because uh, they went all the way back to uh, the original ancestors. Is that the dock was bad? To be honest with you, there were nasty stuff out there, and they hurt you. So that's why we ended up being the fair. They were wild beasts. They were people that took advantage of the, the dock. And when you think all through history, I mean, you know, if you were late at night and you were going up the road in a path, I mean, there were highwaymen who would rob you and beat you in the dock. And, you know, so the, the dock had a lot of connotation. We still have that in our genes. Yeah. And, and, and uh, so, but anyways, I actually, uh, you know, table tilt, and it's, it's, you know, a lot of people are really excited about it. There's more questions in the chat room on it. Uh, so... <laughs> So actually, someone asked, "Why is table tipping safer than Ouija board?" And, and before I give it to you guys, I'm going to say that I don't think there's any difference between them, whether it's table tipping, EVPs, or uh, Ouija board. But uh, let, let's hear what you guys have to say. Uh, do you mind if I answer this one? Is that okay? That you go for it, Chris. You need to know is my my theory on this. Um, we asking about Ouija boards. Um, mm-hmm. Ouija boards are they were originally created as a toy for children. Um, there's this myth growing up that they're an evil magical instrument that can bring all these evil spirits into this this plane. Um, they're a toy. Simple as that. Um, when I uh, do any events, I always bring my own homemade uh, Ouija board, which is basically made out of MDF. Do you get that in America, Ron? What is it? MDF. No. It's basically, it's basically paper, which is made into like a wood-like substance. Oh, okay. It's pre- yeah, yep. yeah. And basically, that's what I've made my Ouija board out of, and I've painted it myself. And the reason I've done that, it's to show people that this isn't a magical piece of wood or or um, piece of paper. This is basically a piece of man-made manufactured board made out of pressed paper, um, which I've painted some letters on. And the reason I do that is because the Ouija board actually taps into the energy of the people using the boards. It's not the board that's magical. Again, it's, it's spirit working through the people round about the boards. And again, it's your subconscious. Again, that spirit are putting uh, these messages into the, the people, and then it brings back the theory of your muscles moving the glass. It's, mm-hmm. To me, it's all linked together. It's all spirit using the subconscious of the people and the energy of the people around the board. And I think table tipping is the exact same and all of these different kind of experiments. I agree with what... Yeah, I agree totally um, with what Chris was saying. You know, I, you know, people always say that Ouija boards are evil, and obviously, before you know, we respect if people don't want to use them on our events, but we get, we just we go into the same um, talk that basically what Chris has just said. You know, they're not evil. They haven't been baptized. You know, by blood under a full moon. You know, they're made in a factory somewhere. And yeah. lots of the myths and the hype that's come out about Ouija boards that are evil, you know, you, you, you contact in evil spirits, it's basically from, you know, from the, the films that's been made. I mean, up yeah. until 1973, uh, with the, when The Exorcist came out onto the, the cinema screens, you know, Ouija, Ouija boards didn't have a bad reputation. No, nope, not at all. Actually, when they first came out, uh, it was a family event. They would go into yeah. the living room and get around the board and try to contact. I do an event every year at Halloween called uh, Spectral Evidence in Salem, Massachusetts. And every year uh, I come in and I bring my Ouija board. And what I, I do is I, I have 
a Bobby Ouija board. Now, do you know what Bobby is over in the UK? No. Bobby. Bobby is a little doll. It's it's like the Mattel makes it. It's it's the doll. It's been around as long as I have. Uh, it's uh, do- Bobby and Ken. Okay, but basically, oh, it's a doll. oh Barbie, Barbie. Barbie. Uh, he said Bobby. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's, it's, it's my crappy American author. It's my accent, okay? <laughs> but anyways, so I bring out this, this lovely pink Bobby uh, Ouija board in a carrying case, and, and it has uh, little questions. I said, how can this be evil? So, I, you know, it's kind of showing, like, how ridiculous exactly. it is, the thought that Jeff. But that being said, okay, any form of communication, if you believe in negative energy or or demons or evil or whatever, um, you're certainly opening a, a door, whether you're doing dowsing, whether you're doing table tilting, uh, EVPs, or, or just asking, asking the spirit to do something in a thing, you know, give me a sign. That's, you're all opening doors, basically. So they're all inherently dangerous if you believe in uh, any negative energy. or Can you believe it's only two minutes left in the show? Wow. Anyway. So that that's my theory on it that all all of them are equally uh as dangerous I guess you would say or not dangerous depending on how you look at it. I, I agreed. I think if you're going to fear one you should fear them all. Um but when you talk like a lot of people the the, the big fear seems to be evil spirits. Yeah. But the the on this plane we don't meet that many and I grew up in Glasgow so um which is quite a rough city but oh, okay. <laughs> We is it's our version of your New York, and we don't meet that many evil people on this plane. You read about them in newspapers. It's something that's truly evil, not just someone that's bad. Right. So it's the same when they move on to the next plane. They don't suddenly become these evil entities just because they've moved on. Um, the same as they don't become saintly just because they've moved on. You right. take your same personality with you. So it's I don't think there's that many evil entities out there personally. Right. No, I agree with you, Chris. Totally, one hundred percent. I I can tell you that I have run into negative energy before, and oh, negative, yeah, yeah. not yeah, evil, definitely. negative, definitely. Well, it, 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 you know, that's all cinematics. It's what your reality. Once again, it's what you believe in. You know, me being brought up uh, uh, Catholic and still Catholic, uh, so I, I certainly believe in evil. So I mean, I believe if you I have was, good, good, you have to have evil. So I mean, that's but I that's my up, belief. I, I was brought up Catholic also, but. I still need to disagree with you. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, it's 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 good to disagree. I mean, it's yeah. you know you'll find out when you cross over, right? <laughs> without, without. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, we're just about out of time, and and uh, we're talking to Chris Conway and Denise Moore, and they have a, a great great new uh, uh, show that's coming up. And, and why don't we go through that? Give out the website. We only got like a half a minute left here. Yeah, it's www.psychicandscience. Um, if you type that into Google, it will come up with the uh, with the web page and all the details about the theatre show as well. Okay, and Chris, we want to thank you so much. It's always a pleasure talking to you, and I can listen to your accent all night long. <laughs> no, I, I love I love your show, and I always enjoy coming on. Yeah, we appreciate it. And uh, anything else you guys like to add? Your own websites or anything? Uh, mine's is chriscommedium dot com. And mine is compasspowernormalevent.com. Okay, so thank you very much. Uh, oh, tune in uh, tomorrow night at uh, 7 o'clock when we have Byron Jackson from Haunted Devon. 
uh, who's going to be uh, doing some special events around the UK. Uh, not inve- investigations, not events. Excuse me. So, good night and God bless everyone. Thank you. Thanks, good John. night, Ron. Good night, mate. Take care. Bye. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.